Welcome to Discoculia Headlines Weekly, a podcast where we share news, information, resources, tips and tricks about Discoculia. You can subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and then search for Discoculia Headlines. You can also find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and then click on the podcast page. Spiral review. Do not cut their recess. Make your screening efficient. Early death for people with learning disabilities. And equity versus equality. This is our podcast for week four in 2020. And we welcome Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Disco Coolia Services, to help us review the links of this week. Welcome, Dr. Schroeder. Well, thanks for having me. Yes, we have some exciting links for this week. Um, it starts with spiral review. What is spiral review and why do we need it? Well, this is uh, currently really a buzzword. And it refers to the fact that you need to continue to review learned concepts. Very important. It's the case with all students, but it's specifically important to students with dyscalculia or or any other uh, learning disability. Uh And I just wanted to mention here uh, that the Khan Academy uh, is starting to support it from uh, February 3rd. So there will be another good... A resource for parents and teachers and also for students uh, themselves natuurlijk uh, to uh, do spinal uh, reviews so just another um, um, suggestion when there are any spiral reviews in your textbook please use them and if there are no spiral reviews in in your textbook, and I, I have a lot of textbooks, and I see some of them without spiral review, then please, you need to go find them on the internet or in other books, or uh, ask your colleagues, because it's really uh, important. Also, you can use it as formative assessment, and please remember that math is a sequential topic, so if you forget previously learned um, skills and concepts, you're going to struggle in the in the next uh, chapter. So it's definitely better to make sure that you keep all those things uh, fresh. Spiral review, here we come. Definitely, definitely. Now our uh, next link says, do not cut their recess. Is that something that happens? Unfortunately, uh, yes, it is. Uh, it is happening a lot. This is a uh, link uh, to the Editopia website and uh, they have a very nice uh, cartoon movie here. All students deserve and actually need recess. Your brain needs a break when you're learning. Right. It's it's working hard learning. So if you do not take those uh, breaks, um, it's not as effective as it can be. Now, this video reminds us actually of all the benefits that research uh, recess has it's not only a mental health break it's um, you can do exercise kids are outside uh, they're running around that is super for their uh, blood flow also brain blood flow obviously Uh, playing with other kids is um, beneficial and because they learn uh, learn to cooperate to make games to sure. share uh, and there are many more of these benefits Part of growing up absolutely. absolutely now i know that schools have the practice of um 
letting students, uh, particularly those who have extra time for tests, and that is basically the majority oh. of our kids with dyspraxia. And then they during the recess. They need oh. well, but the, first of all, the time they're finishing that test when their brain should have a rest is not as um, as good as when they would work on a test fresh. Right. Also, think about the hour that comes after that. Yes. They will not pick up um, the same amount right. of information be because yes. their, their brain is really tired. So, um, and I do understand that schools um, are struggling to sure. build um, extra time into their schedule. Um, but here's but the please, for them. Yeah. and I know it is a challenge. Maybe you want to start a little bit earlier um, uh, during the day, or uh, take time away from other uh, activities. Right, but do um, not cut the recess. But please do oh. not cut the the recess. Also, oh. tutors need to take care uh, not to be lured into taking their recess away for tutoring. Right. Um, it's it's definitely um, not a good plan, it's and, and I, I feel we need to look at the research. It pays to invest in research, in the recess, sorry. In the recess, yes. Now, our next link says, make your screening efficient. Uh, how would that be? Um? Well, this is my reminder and a suggestion that there is no um, set way to screen and test for dyscalculia, dyscalculia. and there's certainly no um, mandated screening so um, schools should really screen for it right after they have done screening for dyslexia they're equally um, yeah, they important and also there's the same uh, number of students affected by uh, dyscalculia as with dyslexia so um, Please um, use the tools and checklists. There are enough um, easy to use um, checklists and, and also actual screenings that only take a few minutes can be happened very efficiently. Uh, please catch the issue as early as you can because that has huge benefits for the remediation. Um, so I mean in kindergarten and first grade. Right. And some examples are, for instance, a numeracy screener from um, Daniel Masari in um, Canada, uh, the early numeracy indicators from the University of Minnesota, then the test of early numeracy uh, on the Ames website. Because I cannot say it enough, schools do not have an indefinite amount of money to spend, so you need to do it in the most economical free, uh, way as possible and that resources. is yes. nipping it in the bud right. start to help kids before it becomes a huge problem and now you need to work uh, for years to uh, remediate, remediate that mm-hmm. exactly good good recommendation so uh, now uh, the next link is uh, quite a distressing uh, message here it says early death for people with learning disabilities it's a video let's listen in uh, what this doomsday message uh, has in tow for us. Let me see. I hope that we can continue to make a difference to the lives of people with learning disabilities. We know that as a result of reviewing deaths, 
many local areas are making changes to the way in which they support people with learning disabilities. They're already translating the learning into action. And nationally, the findings are also starting to have an impact. For example, the government has taken forward our recommendation for mandatory learning disability training for all staff. More examples of the impact of the programme are given in the LEADER programme annual reports. And that's why we're doing this work. It's encouraging that the... Now, it, it does not sound that she's from Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. This is definitely from the UK, British English. Yes. And um, But how about it? Early death? Yeah, there's a learning disabilities mortality review done. And it still runs, will be completed in a few years. But the results already show a larger percentage of people with learning disabilities who die uh, younger. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not sure if they also include uh, people with Down syndrome we, who also may have uh, learning disabilities, but also sometimes other uh, issues like uh, cardiac problems that might uh, contribute to uh, a shorter lifespan. But it's definitely worrying and we should see this as one more reason to support students with learning disabilities. Now, one of their recommendations is to train all teachers in learning disabilities because it's in everybody's interest. Uh, it's not only uh, healthcare, but uh, we need to uh, think about the social aspect, educational aspects, and we can all make a difference. Uh, service providers, families, teachers, tutors. Um, please read this, uh, this important new uh, piece of research. All right. Okay, well, that brings us to our last uh, link of the week, and that is about equity versus equality. That still seems to be a difficult uh, concept for some schools. Yeah, the the, the words are uh, very similar, but actually uh, they mean something uh, different. Um, And uh, this link is from uh, Waterford uh, ORG. Uh, Their mission is... Um, to seek to um, blend the best aspects of learning science, uh, mentoring relationships and innovative technologies to help community, school and home programs that deliver excellence and equity for all learners. And it's uh, funded uh, by uh, Dr. Dustin Houston. I hope I pronounced that correctly. (laughs) Uh, It's... um, funded in Utah and uh, adopted uh, by state legislative. Um, One of their big programs is called Upstart for um, four-year-olds. It's a computer program they can do at home. It's uh, interactive and adaptive, uh, 15 minutes a day to help kids uh, from uh, not so... um, um, affluent uh, backgrounds and uh, who have uh, some learning issues uh, to start kindergarten and first grade um, with, a, with a good start, uh, having the same level of uh, language and um, to be uh, more successful from day one in school. And also they hope to break the cycle of low education and poverty so this program is provided for free. Obviously, you can donate. 
And they have a resource center also, very interesting. So um, going back to those words, equity and equality, equality means that you give every child exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Equity means that you um, try to correct differences that are there. And if you go on the internet, there are many uh, very good illustrations and, and you know that um, a picture can say more than a thousand words. And one of those that springs to mind here is that when kids try to pick some apples from a tree uh, and you give all of them the same soapbox to stand on, the small kids can still not reach the apples and the long right. kids, they already could without the soapbox get uh, some apples. So if you change that around and give um, shorter kids uh, maybe two soapboxes on top of each other and the longer kids can stand on the ground, the middle kids get the, get just one soapbox and now that is equity. Now they can all pick it's an apple. It's leveling the playing field. It's uh, leveling the playing field. Very good. Yeah, I like the uh, the quote that they give. Uh, the route to achieving equity will not be accomplished through treating everyone equally. Exactly. And I think that's a very good quote to end our week. Thank you very much, Dr. Schroeder, for your insights. As usual, Dr. Schroeder, the founder of Discoculia Services. Now, she has a course for people to become a Discoculia tutor. And there's a desperate need for people to become a Discoculia tutor. You can find all the details about that at discoculiatutor.org. Discoculia Headlines Weekly is a production from discoculiaheadlines.com. You can find us on the web at discoculiaheadlines.com and we are on Twitter at discoculiahead. You can also find us on Facebook. We have a board on Pinterest and on Flipboard. Search for Discoculia Headlines or follow the links on our webpage. You can send your questions, comments and contributions to communications at discoculiaheadlines.com and we may even discuss it in one of our upcoming podcasts. We hope this was useful for you and until next week, you can count on us.